daily game plan for success. It's Sacks in the Morning. Steve Sacks. Hi, Steve Sacks here with Sacks in the Morning. And this is going to be a fun week, folks, because all we're going to do this week is do some feel-good baseball stories. That's what we're going to talk about this week. And man, do we have a doozy. The first one that I'm going to lay out to you is a guy by the name of Ron Kittle. And this is a very long story it could be, but we're going to capsulize that into about three or four minutes. But Ron Kittle was a guy that is amazing story. Uh, absolutely amazing. He was a teammate of mine in 1978 when I was at Lethbridge. It was actually his second year. Ron Kittle was signed by the Dodgers out of Gary, Indiana in 1977 and was on his way uh, into the professional ranks. So in 1977, Ron Kittle goes to Clinton, Iowa, where he gets a double in his first professional at bat. Clinton, Iowa's Class A baseball. And a crazy thing happened to him when he was in Clinton, Iowa. See, he was on second base after doubling. And uh, Mike Sosha, later on the very good catcher with the Los Angeles Dodgers, hit a single to the outfield. Ron Kittle storms his way around third, comes home. There's a high throw to home plate. The catcher comes down with the ball and lands on Kittle's head. So this injury that hurt Ron Kittle pretty bad, went on to get him a demotion down to the rookie ball in, in Lethbridge, Alberta. So after hitting just about a buck 88, after getting a double in his first at bat, sustaining an injury, he gets sent down to Lethbridge where he plays another 34 games and finishes off the season in 1977. And after that, he just goes back home to Gary, Indiana. So in 1978, Ron Kittle goes to spring training, and he is sent to Lethbridge, Alberta, back to uh, rookie ball. And after 13 games, he just gets his release. So he gets his release, and he's driving home from Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada, back to uh, Gary, Indiana, near Chicago. And oddly enough, you have to go right through Clinton, Iowa, to get to his hometown. So what does Ron Kittle do? He stops in. He just drove into the ballpark and said, here I am. I got sent back to Clinton, Iowa. So they give him a uniform, and he hits several home runs before the team finds out that he would just been released earlier that week. But this is a guy that wanted to play. So his neck was still killing him. He drops into Clinton, Iowa, and says, here I am. And he winds up hitting a few home runs before they found out, hey, dude, you're released. So they took the uniform off his back and sent him back home to Gary, Indiana. So when he gets back home, he's sent to Chicago to a specialist because his neck is still really bothering him. Turns out, after being examined by the specialist, Ron Kittle has three crushed vertebrae and a cracked spinal column. So given this bad news, Ron Kittle was basically told that he would never play baseball again after suffering a broken neck. But he was determined to keep playing. He wanted to play, and he had surgery. He got the neck fixed, and then he started rehabbing. He was determined to get back to play. So he signed with a, I guess you could say it's an independent team in Midlothian, Illinois. And during a game when he was there in Midlothian, his life took another unexpected turn. He hit a crushing home run, some 550 feet. Folks, if you know, have you ever seen or met Ron Kittle, this is a big human being. This is a big man, at least 250 with hands like ham hocks. This is a big fella. But he hit the ball some 550 feet out of the park and on to Interstate 294. Now, this ball bounced in front of a moving car. White Sox owner Bill Veck, probably the greatest showman the game has ever known, and former White Sox great Billy Pierce, who won 186 games in 13 seasons with the White Sox, well, they were in the car. 
and the pair got off the next exit and headed back to the field, determined to see how the ball had landed on the highway. So Kittle had said that they had gotten to the field and he was hiding because he had thought he had broke their windshield. And that was on a Tuesday. On Friday, he had a personal tryout at Comiskey Park, and he put on quite a show, homering on 12 of 25 pitches. And the last one went onto the roof. Now, Billy Pierce was credited as a signing scout, and all that he did was drive around with Bill Veck. So think about this guy that breaks his neck and goes through all the trials and tribulations he has to get back into play, joins a team in Midlothian, Illinois, which is an independent club, hits a ball onto the, to the interstate, 294, 550-foot drive, and it turns out the ball's bouncing in front of the White Sox owner, and they sign the guy, and he turns out to be the rookie of the year and an all-star in 1983, just a couple of years later. What a story. And that's my short for today. If you like what you heard, give us a positive review, subscribe, and share. Also, don't forget to go to our website at saxinthemorning.com if you want to get into the swag store. Hit the shop button, and uh, believe me, it's all there for you. Hats, mugs, tumblers, V-necks, visors, you name it. Go take advantage of the swag store at saxinthemorning.com.